Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering, for the first time ever, Russian Doll, season one, episode one. Nothing in this world is easy. I am Mr. Sal. I am a high school science teacher, and I have watched Russian Doll the whole way through. I love it, in fact. I'm very excited to be covering it. And who am I covering it with? Well, I'm covering it with one of my former students who has never seen Russian Doll. And his name is Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. My name's Kurt, uh, and I'm watching Russian Doll for the first time. Mr. Sal has seen it before. Way to repeat everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, you know, I, if you remember from our last series, I actually was in Lost. I was like, I can't remember. It's like when I did in karate, right? Repeat what the last person said before you. To summarize that. Yes. And then take it as your own. Yes. But, Kurt. We have to remember, we could have some new listeners here today. We could. Because this is the first time we've ever covered Russian Doll. I know plenty of people who love Russian Doll and want nothing to do with the leftovers of Lost Rosar. So I am excited to welcome any new listeners to the show. Uh, a little bit, uh, I, we've told you a little bit about ourselves here. Uh, we're, you, you'll, we'll, we'll get you uh, familiarized with the format of the podcast as we go through. But the important thing to know right now is that I have seen these, this is a rewatch for me. It is a first time viewing for Kurt. Uh, and we are, uh, we know each other because I was Kurt's teacher when he was in high school. He's not in high school anymore, by the way. I won't say yeah. any more than that. Gladly. <laughs> unless unless you want to say more than that, Kurt. Not in college either now. Let's go. <laughs> so, <yeah>. All right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So the way we open our every episode is, uh, since I am the host of this podcast and Kurt is my co-host, uh, we, uh, the host of the podcast will be guessing what rating the other person the co-host gave to this particular episode. We rate on a scale from one to ten originally when we first started podcasting we uh had very divergent scales very different uh, my seven was a, like an average episode for kurt an average episode was a five there's only going to a history lesson here okay <laughs> <laughs> well si since about. then kurt has kind of acclimated to my uh scaling and so when you, when you hear a seven from kurt that's a pretty average episode for him. Okay, uh, if you hear something below a seven, then that's that's a problem. Because uh, in fact, I don't think since the what since the first season of Lost that we covered, I don't think we've had anything lower than a seven from either of us, and that was you, which was a still above average episode somehow. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, by the way, I've mentioned Lost, The Leftovers, Ozark. Those are other shows that we have covered. Uh, we've covered The Leftovers in its entirety. That's a, a series uh, that is done. It's, they're not making any more of that. It's three seasons, 28 episodes, uh, and that we have covered in full. And you can go back and listen to that anytime you want. We have covered Ozark in full as far as uh, what has been published so far. Uh, right now, as of this recording, Ozark has three seasons, 10 episodes apiece, so 30 total episodes. We have covered all 30 of those episodes. We're waiting to cover season four for whenever that uh, decides to get dropped on Netflix. On Netflix. Uh, we've covered a big chunk of Lost. We're past the halfway point of Lost. We've covered all of season one, all of season two. 
and we are well into season three. In fact, we will finish season three before we finish this season of Russian Doll. And we've covered a few random episodes of Black Mirror here and there. So did I miss anything, Kurt? I think that was all of them. No, yeah, I, I believe that. Okay, but let's get on to Russian Doll here. So first of all, I should tell you and the listeners, a second season of Russian Doll has been announced and is being filmed, but we do not know when it will be released by Netflix. So knowing that, we should certainly have season one covered uh, by the time we even find out when season two is going to drop. Uh, and we'll see if we want to cover season two after that. Well, it, a lot of that depends on what Kurt thinks of the series and whether or not he really likes it. So let's start thinking about whether or not he really likes it. Uh, so I know a little bit about Kurt, having covered all of that television with him. I'm going to stop talking to the listeners and I'm going to start talking to you, Kurt. So. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, you can listen now. Kurt, you I'll may listen. Yes. So, so Kurt, I know that you have a propensity uh, to uh, kind of discount series premieres. Series premieres are never your favorite episodes of television. Uh, season premieres. The best words. Uh, yeah. fair, fair enough. You, you, for, for, to you, you are rating them appropriately. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see a cheap deal, right? One. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in other words, if we look at an IMDb average user rating, IMDb meaning uh, Internet Movie Database, uh, it's a website and an app uh, that compiles user ratings for pretty much any movie you can ever think of, any television show you can think of. If we look at an IMDb user rating average for a season premiere, Kurt is pretty consistently lower than that average, I would say, on season premieres, not on all episodes. So. Knowing that, I don't think there's any way you give this episode a 10. Um, I will tell you this much about my level of interest in this episode. Uh, this is probably my least favorite episode of the season. Uh, and I only gave this an eight out of 10 myself. And I love this series. So knowing all of that, I am thinking that you probably started out a little bit lower than me on this and gave it a seven spot on i did get a seven <laughs> good on you i thought you i thought you would have thought of it. i thought i thought you would have liked this episode more and so you'd be like i think you gave it an eight Kurt. And I'm like nope even uh, worse seven <laughs> i think it's i debated between seven and eight so maybe i'll give it an eight if we talk about it uh -huh. and i decided to bump it up i doubt yeah, it I, 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 I doubt it <laughs> No, you're trying to fight for it. No, no. Yeah, I, I did give it a seven, though. That is what I am. That's what I reeled on. So now we should also say that you knew nothing about this series coming into this. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't. Nothing. I mean, I, I'll ask you if you want to tell me. I, remember, I think you said something along the lines of like, it gets better. For like the you you, you thought and I might like the first episode rewatching it. I didn't like it the first time, but I'll like it probably more rewatching it. I don't know if you and, want to answer that question, but that whole. Oh thing. yeah, I'll, I I will tell you. Yes, absolutely, it helps you. Judging I mean, by the way this show seems to be turning out, yeah, yeah. If, if I can say, um, Groundhog's Day vibes coming from it, then I would imagine sure. the first yep. episode does matter. <laughs> like every everything matters. So it's only eight episodes, <laughs> yeah. twenty minutes, thirty, yeah. you know, twenty five minutes each. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, take, they, take they, granted. 
Yeah, you do have to really pay attention to like I paused a lot on this rewatch because and I went back and looked at things. Like it, it, it's for sure a much more enjoyable experience the second time through. Uh, but I, you know, I I know to me. Uh, hold on, before we talk about how I feel about this episode, let, let's talk about the fact that you knew nothing about this episode, and I was kind of misleading you by telling you that the main character's name is Nadia and she's played by an actress named Natasha. Well, I kind of felt like, you're trying, I felt like so. you were trying to mislead me because I, for the listeners, I don't know. It was just, I was like, what do you think the, oh, I I know nothing of the show going into it. I knew literally nothing except for the name. It's called Russian Doll. So I'm like, well, Mr. Stahl, I think it's something to do with the Russian. And like, in my head, I was thinking some like, maybe like Soviet Union era stuff, or maybe like, so like just like living in Russia. I guess that would make sense to the Russian, but Soviet Union, that would make sense. Maybe like ancient Russia. It's like old timing Russia, though. So it's in my head. They don't have this like living in like a small apartment or something and like the struggles of growing up. That's just what was in my head, right? Like your yep. grandma passes down like a Russian doll, and this is like the prized possession of whoever is the main character. If it sells one hint to me, it's like, oh yeah, the, the main character is named uh, Nadia. <laughs> and the uh, actor's name is also a Russian name, so there you go. Take that how you want. And actually, actually, the other thing you told me was because I asked you what time period does this take place in, and you told me present time, which really rattled yeah. my 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 world point of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah. once you told me the yeah. names, I was like, okay, he's trying to make me think it's Russian, but I still have no idea what it's going to be about. I don't. I mean, I'll clear. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have to, I have to say, I admire your willpower a lot. That that you didn't even watch a trailer for this before wow. first viewing. I mean, good. For I will you. watch trailers for TV shows. I mean, someone recommends it to me, I, I won't watch a trailer. Um, right. Yeah. For movies, though, I'll never watch a trailer for a movie. I try not to, at least. If I go to the movie theaters, that's a that's a different yeah. thing. But yeah, I know you don't. Um, but but this. Uh, it's not anything to do with Russia. <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, I, uh, probably uh, a less misleading name for this series would be Nesting Doll. That probably would would probably. Uh... Oh, I get it now. <laughs> it's to go with the Russian doll. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so there there is that uh, that aspect of it that we keep seeing. You know, this within a this within this within this. So, uh, at any rate. Uh, so that's that is interesting. Um, I, I imagine it was really disorienting for you, not knowing what the hell was going on uh, in this first episode, having never seen the trailer. Uh, so uh, there, there is that part of it. I also, for me, the reason that I rate this episode uh, only an eight out of ten, which is pretty low for me. Uh, you know, I think there's there's one episode ever of The Leftovers that I gave, gave an eight. One episode ever of Ozark that I gave an eight to. There have been several. And one of Lost. Of Lost. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but Lost has so many more episodes than either of those two. <laughs> like, there's, it's not fair. Not a fair comparison. But uh, so but I only give this an eight. And, and to me, I I love the character of Nadia. I think she's tremendously entertaining. I think Natasha Leone is very funny and very engaging. All the other characters annoy the crap out of me in this first episode. I see that all but like Mike. I think Mike's interesting. Oh, really? See, I, yeah, I, I, I thought like Mike, Mike was a was a d bag. So I, yeah. but I thought Mike was funny. Everyone yeah, else, okay. I, I, I can leave. I, I yep. take it or leave it. They're, they're just whatever. Yeah, I and I can but tell Mike you I that. Was funny. It, yeah, and so the the characters, uh, where they're annoying, you kind of just either you get used to it or it doesn't annoy you or you find them less annoying 
uh, as we go through the series. And really, I mean, Nadia is the focus of the show. So, you know, th that character and, and Nadia will certainly, I mean, she's, she's in some strange circumstances here. So she's certainly going to change as a character as well. So there's, there is a lot of change in the main character and the side characters are really quite periphery in most cases. So I think that's one of the reasons why I like the rest of the series so much more than this opening uh, episode because I, the, most of the periphery characters, the side characters don't really do anything for me. So that, that's where I'm coming from here. Uh, but, but what do you say, um, we talk about the title a little bit. So uh, the title is Nothing in This World is Easy, which, uh, by the way, uh, in our Ozark recap episode last week, I said that title wrong. I think I said nothing in life is easy. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. So I, I apologize for that. It's nothing in this world is easy, except, of course, pissing in the shower, apparently, according to Ruth. But, oh, we have another Ruth. <laughs> I Yeah, that... that, that. <laughs> We just came off of Ozark that features a character named Ruth, and here we are in Russian Doll with a character named Ruth. But anyway, uh, that, that's the title, Nothing in This World is Easy. So what do you think of this title? Meh. I, I mean, uh, I mean, this is just someone struggling. So I see the application for it. But so far, it does not make the episode... This episode will be memorable because it's the first episode for me, not this title. I, I will not read this title and go, ah, yes, this episode. Yes, I totally agree. So, I, I, this is a very mediocre title to me. Um, I don't remember a lot about the titles in Russian Doll. No, so no. I, I'm not... What's that? But, oh, no. <laughs> the titles are... <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't... I don't remember a lot about them. I don't. I don't think they're Ozark bad. Ozark has just notoriously bad titles. But did I use notoriously right there, Kurt? Notoriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay! Known Kurt for infamy, always... right? No, no. Yeah, yeah. I, you use notoriously as like a good thing. Like Martin, yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. is notoriously known as a civil rights <laughs> activist. It's like notorious. Wait, what? <laughs> like... Yeah. I, I I just I just use it in, uh, as a synonym for famous. So, <laughs> but but apparently it, uh, I'm wrong in that usage. But this usage I think is fine. I think you know, Ozark has notoriously bad titles. Uh, I don't think Russian Doll has bad titles, but I don't remember uh, whether I loved them or hated them or what. So we're gonna look at the title every week and see if we can make sense of it and and what we think. You know, obviously, this is a direct quote from Ruth, but it's also obvious that, at least for Nadia, nothing currently in her life is easy. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah? Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So, at this point, I'd like to start running through the episode. We're going to just kind of summarize each scene. I'll ask some questions along the way. Kurt, you interject whenever you feel like you need to interject, and uh, we'll get through this, and we'll do some cool stuff at the end. So... We, we open in this bathroom, and this bathroom uh, obviously is a bathroom that we're going to see a couple more times in the episode. It's a pretty cool bathroom. It is. Uh, really, got, I, I thought this was a club or a party. Oh, I thought this was like not a house. Right. Which I guess technically it isn't, but yeah. Right. <laughs> but that, it's got this door with this glowing blue uh, 
I don't know. I don't even know what this is. It must be some kind of light, but it looks like it's a portal into a different dimension almost. Uh, and the, uh, the handle of the door is a gun. And <laughs> when you pull yeah. the trigger, it unlocks the door and opens it, which is pretty interesting. Pretty cool thing. But we open with Nadia. She's in there. Uh, she, there's somebody knocking on the door to get in. Uh, Nadia gets ready to leave. And she goes through this door, which we've already talked about, but we find out later that she finds this door terrifying, uh, which is interesting because if she's going to see it a couple more times in the episode, how much more terrifying must it be each time? Or do you think it gets less terrifying? I'd imagine less terrifying, right? Interesting. I see. I would think it gets more terrifying. If this is her starting point every time, I would think that every time she sees it would be more and more. No. Nah. If, if here, here's what it is, right? You go to bed, your wife falls asleep, right? How would you feel if every morning you got up and she put like a creepy doll like right in front of you to look at? But by the time you go to like, once you come home again to sleep, once you get ready to head to bed the next, like the next night, she's moved the doll. But every time you wake up, she puts the doll back. So you always start your day with the doll. But like, I think you get less scared of the doll, right? Like, you just be different at one point. So that's why I, I take this as, is like... Maybe, hey, okay. Well, let me, all right, but let me, let me counter that with this. Okay, <laughs> it happens a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. And you get in a big fight. You say, I can't deal with the doll. The doll has to go or I'm going, right? Okay. She agrees. Okay, fine. The doll's, the doll's gone. And then the next day you wake up and the doll's there again. Like I would think that would be more terrifying because you go you go to bed expecting not to see the doll the next day, and then there it is. Okay, okay, then, okay. No, I think this is a true last analogy. I think this is a, I think this is a true interference. Randomly, your wife will present this doll to you every morning. <laughs> and it seems to almost be like a one in twenty chance. You don't really quite know. Maybe once or twice a month you see the doll, but it is random. It seems like right. You don't see it coming yeah. whenever it happens. So I still think you would be scared of the doll. Less every time. Yeah, overall, a net overall, right? Maybe some days it might it might jar you more than others, right? But like if hmm. if if you put like a trend line, we're going down here. Hmm. I don't know. I I I I, I, I might be a little too sensitive to creepy dolls. So so maybe maybe I'm thinking of this. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, I just, to, well, I just want to ask you: Do you disagree with that? Like, do you think you would get more scared of it? I don't think you get more scared of thing, though. I think worst case, you just flatline. Like, you're just the same. Like, why would you get more scared of it? So, I think that also it doing might something. be. I and, and I think this is probably a better analogy than than you know a creepy doll in the bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The so, so, creepy doll analogy. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think of, of something that triggers uh, a PTSD response. Okay. Okay. So you have a traumatic event. Okay. And that event is worst case scenario. That is the pinnacle of your fear, the pinnacle of your uh, yeah. uh, trauma. Okay. Uh, but every time you go past that spot where it happened, or every time you hear that song playing that was playing when it happened, Okay, I got you. So well, it, I, I guess, yeah, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. I would agree with you in that case. The yeah. the only thing is, I just never in my head, I just always assumed the door or nothing, nothing related to the door, whether what it looks mm -hmm. like 
or something in the vicinity of the door gives her i thought she just didn't like the door but that's oh i mean sort of well, but yeah okay so initially initially that's that's that is the case but i think but at with this time, point it's associated with trauma so i, I so i think yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's that's where i'm at one more doll analogy every day okay. you wake up and see the doll your wife bops you on the head <laughs> but <laughs> only half the time so, so when you see the doll, you have fifty percent chance of also getting hit on the head at the exact so same is... moment you see it. So then, even when she doesn't hit you on the head, you get filled with fear and dread that you might get hit on the head. Uh, okay. And then, so and then if you is... randomly see the doll throughout the day, it's like, oh, like your head might get hit. Like, <laughs> so, so this is now we're into Pavlovian territory here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is a Pavlov. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we All come right. to consensus. So... So yeah, I so I you. so I think that yeah okay so so I think that the doll analogy is 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 legitimate. I think that what you're saying is is, is fair. After four okay. iterations, yeah, yeah. But I think what I'm saying is that this is this is not the door she's afraid of. It's the trauma that she associates. Yeah, with the door. and if she looks at the door, reminds the trauma. You ask her the doll. It could be even a nice doll. Yeah. The doll doesn't matter anymore yeah. to be creepy. It can be like a right, great right. doll. It's just the yeah. trauma associated with it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. So. Wow, we haven't even gotten out of the bathroom yet. Now we will. <laughs> we really got deep into this stuff. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, this is one of the things I love about Russian dollars. You can pick every little detail apart and you can spend five minutes on every 30 seconds within the within I feel the, like the I feel like doll analogies are very important for Russian doll. So we'll go, you're gonna you're gonna shoehorn them in wherever you can, aren't you? I mean, if they're applicable, yeah. Shoehorn. Okay. If it fits, it fits. Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, so Nadia exits the uh, to a party, and this is uh, Max's apartment. Maxine is her friend, uh, and we hear this song, which you're gonna become very familiar with if you're not already familiar with. This is Harry Nilsson, "Gotta Get Up." Okay. So that that song is played three different times in this episode so uh, you you, you'll i mean if you don't already know it you're gonna know it so uh and this line that that is kind of the beginning of every iteration here is max when she sees nadia says sweet birthday baby okay so which is annoying as hell to me Which the first time I watched this and she said that I was like, oh god, I hate these people. <laughs> like, I mean, it depends. It depends on the friendship context. Like, if, if my friend said that to me, I would imagine. I mean, I, I think I'd probably laugh, but I don't. I think, yeah, I think context matters. I guess, but yeah, it does. If you think that, and, if you think and, that unironically, unironically, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly, exactly. But by the third time you hear it, I, I, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, I don't, it doesn't um, instigate that response in me anymore. But at any rate, um, she offers her a joint, which is laced with cocaine. She says, this is how the Israelis do it. So. <laughs> I'm very well versed uh, in this, Mr. Sal. I heard it three times. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, and that, this, but it's, it's, I will tell you that it is really important to pay attention to the differences and the details in each iteration okay so you know this first time you know she she's offering it to nadia here have us try this it's laced with cocaine just like the israelis do it okay it's, it's all initiated by max all right uh, we find out this is not nadia's 36th birthday party and that she's thinking about her own mortality which she does a lot throughout this episode 
Understandably. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Rightfully so. Now we'll find out later why exactly she is thinking about her own mortality so much, other than the fact that she's going to die a couple of times in this episode, <laughs> seemingly. Anyway, she's uh, she uh, has a conversation with Max and Lizzie, another friend of hers, shows up. They talk about the bathroom, the door. Uh, and Nadia wonders about uh, women's midlife crises. She asks this of Lizzie. Uh, and we find out that Lizzie is with someone who's significantly younger than her. But Lizzie reprimands her a little bit and says, do you think you're, why do you think you're midlife? This is her 36th birthday. You know, and Nadia talks about how she smokes like crazy. She's got the organs of someone twice her age and she'll be lucky to make it to her early 70s. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> so yeah, right off the bat, you know, we're, we're introduced to Nadia, uh, this kind of self-loathing, like, uh, no, that's, that's not the right term. Uh, I mean, she... Debbie Downer. I, I mean, she's, yeah, she's a kind of a Debbie Downer, but she's also someone who recognizes the consequences of her actions and just doesn't care. Because... So like a realist, I guess? Yeah. Maybe? A, maybe a nihilist? Nihilist, yeah, nihilist makes sense. I think nihilist. Well, a little, a little bit nihilistic. Like she, she's, she's, uh, she unapologetic. Yeah, yeah, sprinkle of pessimistic, maybe a bit pragmatic. If you want to even throw that in there, she's, she knows what she's doing and what, what the repercussions of that may be. Yep, and that's okay with her. Yeah, yeah, that's That's the deal. She's probably more. Yeah, it's probably more that than it is nihilistic. So yeah, okay. Uh, And we are first introduced to the idea that she has this cat named Oatmeal. What do you think of Oatmeal for a cat name? Listen, I am a firm believer. I shouldn't say firm because I, I, I don't say firm, but I don't think uh, animals should have human names. Kind okay. of. Like, I like I like when an animal has like a like an animal name, like a like Skipper or Nibbles or like Luna. Actually, Luna's a human name. I don't know. I can't think of any other names. I'm not. Listen, I'm not a wizard at naming animals here, but I like it okay. when they have like like their own names. And I think oatmeal. It's a great name. I actually like the name Oatmeal for a cat. I do too. I think it's a great name. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So Oatmeal, though, unfortunately, is missing. Uh, And it turns out Oatmeal splits time between Nadia's place and the deli, which I I assume the deli is probably right downstairs from Nadia's place. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we don't really know the layout. Uh, at this point, but she doesn't believe, uh, it, you know, Lizzie tries to convince her maybe not, maybe oatmeal needs to be an indoor cat, but she doesn't believe in dictating the boundaries of a sentient being's existence. She says to Lizzie, for you, it's safety. For me, an oatmeal, it's a prison. Okay, so this is further insight into how Nadia thinks. Like, I'm going to smoke yeah. four packs a day, and I know that's going to shorten my life, and that's okay. Uh, and I recognize that some of the things that I do are, uh, and I, that I let oatmeal do are dangerous, but I'd rather do dangerous things than live in a prison, right? So, Makes sense. I understand where she's going with this, but. Yeah. Now, it, is it self-destructive or is it, uh, you know, as you said before, pragmatic? Wait, what do you mean? Sorry. It's more sensitive than is pragmatic. Is it more self-destructive or oh, is it oops. pragmatic? uh in this context what do you mean the smoking or letting the cat out or both well this philosophy oh okay (laughs) the idea that to you it's safety to me it's and the oatmeal it's a prison i think in healthy doses uh Mm. i think she might have gone too far down i think i think she's gone too far down because then i mean like okay by that logic right if she doesn't like 
Hmm. I'm trying to think. What, what's a super? Nah, I guess too outlandish. <laughs> right. I can't think of a good. I can't think of a good example uh, that okay. I think's not crazy. But yeah, I think I think that's too far. This this kind of reminds me of like the. Well, actually, I don't remember this, but yeah, no. But no, I don't. I don't agree with this. I okay. Think okay. I think so, there's a middle ground. But. I think there's a there's a very fine line between, you know, I I want to do what I want when I want because that's what I want to do, and anything else feels like a prison. And I'm going to do what I want when I want when I want because I don't really care if I live or die. It's not suicidal, right? It's I don't care if I live or die. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's it's indifference toward death. Now, and, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out where where is Nadia on that spectrum? If you got suicidal on one end and like like terrified of death on the other end, Nadia seems to be like she's not probably in the middle maybe a little bit closer to suicide than terrified of death, at least in this first iteration. What do you think? I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't think she's a, I don't think she's suicidal. No, I don't, I don't either. But do you think she's closer yeah. to that or terrified of death? Hey, so, I, can't no, really, I, I, I know what you're trying to say. Like, is she indifferent? Is she more indifferent to death or like, is she true 50 15 different or does she lay one way or the other? And I think I think she values living more than death. So I think she she's more terrified of death than suicidal. Like if it's a 50 okay. 50, I think she's I, I would think I think I, I don't really know based on just this alone. Like I wouldn't I don't I mean I guess rather her behavior, I guess yeah, I disagree with that. I don't know. I say I say she just doesn't care. I don't know if it really puts her on that spectrum with suicidal but like just okay. Okay, so the way I'm picturing this is I've got suicidal all the way to the right. Yeah. I've got like paranoid fear of death, like to the point where you're gonna, you know, lock yourself in a plastic bubble or something over on the left. Okay. Okay, so like, are you saying like a healthy living mindset's in the middle then? Right, right in the middle uh, is a healthy mindset where oh, there are okay. some, some yes. Yeah. So okay, right in the middle is a healthy thing. mindset. Or right, whichever one was suicide. Which, which yes, suicide. that's right. That's, that's what I, I put that. I put that oh, one right. on the right. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, I'm so confused. You, can we do up and down instead? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Fine. So, so where do you want to put suicide on the top or the bottom? I've already forgotten. Um, yes. Down. Okay. We'll put it on the bottom. All right. Suicidal we'll, is on the bottom. And we'll and on put, the top is plastic the bubble. No. No. Keep down the left. Oh my God! No, <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this anymore. Okay, so, no. yeah, but no, I do think so, she's between suicidal and regular. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, all right. So between somewhere between a healthy functional adult and suicidal is Nadia. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. And I, I would argue that by the end of this episode, she is shifting away from suicidal. That makes sense. By how she, okay. having having seemingly died twice. Yeah, she, she seems like, to yeah, be not shifting. that great now. <laughs> right. So, all right. So th that's that's where we're at. Uh, we're in the, some room with a fish tank here. Nadia's checking out the fish and kind of flirting with Mike. Uh, turns out he's got a son, but he says he and his wife have split. Uh, I think he says a year ago. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know they they're they're getting flirty, and he asked Nadia what she does, and Nadia says she's a freelance software engineer. She used to work for a gaming company, uh, but she doesn't play those games, but she worked for one. Uh, and she she uh, tells him that this whole building used to be a Jewish school, 
okay uh-huh. so it's a it's a it's a former jewish school that has been converted into an apartment building okay good yeah it's cool welcome all right well he seems very into her and she seems into him too because they kind of grab each other and uh they leave together uh and on their way out nadia sees a homeless man and she thinks maybe she knows him which <laughs> concerns mike okay <laughs> yeah that's concerning but whatever <laughs> yeah so let's get All some right. food at the Any... grocery store yep she says let's go get some provisions so uh nadia and mike stop at the deli this this by the way is the deli that oatmeal splits time in right so i'm assuming this is right downstairs from nadia's apartment probably deli on the ground floor her apartment up above somewhere yeah that's my guess actually don't I, know if we ever are going to be confirmed by that i i don't know if that's it or if it's just close by but yeah it, it's the closest close deli to our house is what i just imagined right. it is yes exactly all right uh the clerk there whose name is Ferran, uh comes in with a seemingly very drunk guy did you notice this guy yes i okay. so so did uh nadia yes exactly um and Ferran says that he hasn't seen oatmeal uh, he leaves the what food? What cat food was it? The meow mix. He leaves the meow mix uh, out for him, but he hasn't seen oatmeal in a few days. Uh, and while he's talking to Nadia, his drunk friend drops a bunch of stuff on the uh, off the shelf onto the floor. Uh, and Nadia asks, "What's up with your friend?" And Ferran says uh, he's having a rough night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nadia sees these three other. I don't know. What do you want to call these guys? These like the worst people hoodlums <laughs> but, uh, hoodlums i don't know if i call them hoodlums that's what it's called <laughs> like uh, i've just, listen yeah it, it i mean i was jerks. yeah yeah well, what do you want to call I, them i was thinking d-bags but like I, i'm not sure like uh, hoodlums has a different connotation to me does it like vandalism oh. and theft maybe uh i i would just use it around like i don't know i i may kind of use it around okay fair enough I mean, these are certainly misogynistic douchebags to me. Chauvinists. No. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. I mean, we can call them gentlemen or the not so gentlemen. I will not call them. (laughs) I will not. I will call them D bags. Okay. So (laughs) Nadia sends these three D bags to a hardware store that closed in 1996 instead of a bar. They want to know where to go to party. She gives them an address. It's an old hardware store that closed in 1996. So I wonder how much of this is going to matter in the future, right? So I'm thinking yes. about this guy on the ground that she can't find that just went off missing. This is interesting. Um, what, what, hold on. The guy on the ground that she can't find. Or like the off. his drunk friend. Like what happened? Oh, yeah, he oh, was, oh, was oh gone. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just gone, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this guy. Okay. Yep. Uh, and the um these three gentlemen i feel like we're going to see them again okay that is all, all right but not Ferran. oh yeah, who actually Ferran. has yeah. a name yeah 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 oh yeah Ferran. <laughs> yeah i mean that's a given we'll see Ferran. Yeah, okay got Ferran. <laughs> okay gotcha all right uh they go up to nadia's apartment this is this is post coitus i imagine uh <laughs> because they talk a lot about it so uh she's got this poster that says life is a killer which is you know, i don't know what kind of irony that is but it's some kind of irony on the wall <laughs> uh they <laughs> they've clearly done it because uh they're talking about uh 
<laughs> some of the stuff that they did. Uh, and then, then they start talking about Nadia's philosophy on relationships because Mike recognizes that she has quite the setup for her cat, you know, and he's, he, you know, he, I don't know if he's critical of her for having the cat, but he definitely starts to kind of pry into it. And she says, look, uh, I'm not going to try to uh, fill any hole in my life with a, with a man here. Uh, I, the concept of the one just means the one you're going to die with. And her plan is to wait until she's like 60 to seal the deal, which turns him on a lot. You know, she, he says, why didn't you talk like this before we did it? Uh, she says, I didn't know you liked it. And, and she actually thinks he's, he's deeper than she thought he was. Uh, and he, you know, tries to proposition her to go again and she says oh, i would but i just called you an uber so she's done <laughs> with with mike at least for the moment and uh she does some coding she goes uh goes outside uh, i think to get some cigarettes because i think she ran out of cigarettes here is that right yes yeah, so, I mean, it looks like it. she doesn't say anything verbally but she like looks at her pack yeah. it's empty and then and when she goes out she sees oatmeal across the street and she's very excited by this so excited that she doesn't see the passing car that hits her as she crosses the road and she uh, appears to be dead nine minutes in to the first episode the main character appears to be dead That's so what were one. you thinking what were you thinking at this point were you thinking she's oh my god they just killed off the main character or were you thinking- i didn't think she died yet i because they had a cut on her face i thought she was gonna like be paralyzed or something Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize she was dead, dead. Like I thought she was just out cold and like, you know, when I come back, she should be in a hospital and like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, something's happened to her now. But no, 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 no none of that happened. So <laughs> no, but I, I, I did, I did not room. think she died though. But okay, did not think this. All right. Happening. So, and, but uh, none of that did happen to her because in the very next scene, she's very confused to find herself back in Max's bathroom, and what. Do you think this is at this point? Do you th- Groundhog Day. Immediately, immediately, I write down Groundhog Day, Christian. Right? Immediately, oh, okay. Groundhog Day. Really? Okay, yeah. interesting. All right. She came so, to the same so, bathroom again. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess right, I so, thought it's all a dream. Right. But... So, I mean, there are lots. There are lots of options here. I mean, tons. And I'll and I'll ask this throughout the episode because you know. So you're thinking time loop, right? That that's Groundhog Day. Right now, yeah. Right now, I'm thinking time loop. Okay. Now I'm starting to think right. is this nested time loops or something. I don't quite know. So, but time loops is so, what we thinking right now. So we've got time loops. Uh, I you did it at any point? Did you think maybe it was a, a near death hallucination? Nope. Okay. Uh, did you at any point think that uh, this was the actual timeline and everything else was like a deja a vu or type thing? Nope. Or a dream? Nope. 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 Not, not a future okay. thing. Not like a different dimensional looking at not not nope nope okay. what what about what about an afterlife did you think at oh any point she died that that, she, no she died no. and then this is the afterlife no i i did not okay no, that go through my head now what about uh <laughs> the possibility <laughs> what about the possibility that it was a drug trip no no i did not think that never crossed your mind despite the fact that she leans well no this- oh okay oh okay oh well well, I, I, okay, I, yes, I I'm realized sorry. that that could be a possibility, but I never thought that would be a possibility. Like, like, yes, yes, I was aware of that. Okay. But I did not think that was a All possibility. Right. All right. And and what about the... what, what I had thought of, though, some of those I had thought of, but I did not think what that was a possibility. What about the possibility that this is just all in her head? She looks in the mirror, she flashes 
not flashes uh, so but rather has a, like a premonition of what her night could be like so, doesn't like it and starts over again so some of this being in her head yeah. i didn't really think about it all that much in the time but now that you say it whatever happened to that guy in franz like franz friends yeah uh, i don't know did, did he go poof did he like what what, what happened to him are you, and you don't, people think don't just, just teleport went out you don't think he just went out a back door or something no, nah, he's he's on the. I mean, listen. All I'm saying is, if if you're that intoxicated that you're stumbling and dropping things and you're on the ground, I would be shocked if you could get up and get out from the back door so quickly gotta get and quietly. Up, gotta get out. Gotta get. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I would be shocked. So, and okay. if he did do that, instant zero for the episode. That's so unrealistic. <laughs> so. Okay, instant zero. Wow, it's not even on our scale. That's amazing. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna keep running these options by you at the, uh, you know, as we go through the episode. But for now, at this point in the episode, as you're watching, you're thinking time loop. Oh yeah, I'm like this Ground- is Groundhog Day time loop. Groundhog okay. Day 2.0. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You like Groundhog Day? It's an okay movie. I remember. Um, I had known about it for a long. I think everyone, even if you haven't seen Groundhog's Day, you get the the premise that it's the same yeah. guy living the same day over and over. So I had known right. that. I actually watched it when I got to college because I I go for like um coding and my professor was like yeah you want to learn recursion i always say a great way to learn recursion is watch groundhog's day and that's recursion kind of it <laughs> kind of is but whatever okay it's gotcha I, I i do love time loop stories groundhog i love groundhog's day and i also love um i don't know if you've seen it it's a, a hulu original called palm springs no it does not ring it's re- relatively new relatively new re- really good also a time loop uh movie so anyway so uh, if you think this is a time loop, uh, I'd be into that. So anyway, um, lots of possibilities here. And we'll, like I said, talk about them more as we go along here. But we hear the song again, the gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get up for the morning, whatever, Harry Nilsson. All right. Uh, she leaves the bathroom. She goes up to see Max. Max says, sweet birthday, baby, just like she always does, or at least she did last time. Uh, but this time, Nadia rejects the joint. And she starts talking to Max about how it's kind of weird to party at an old sacred school. And she walks away very weirded out by Max, by Lizzie, who seems to be saying and doing all the same stuff. She walks away. She points them, kind of fends them off, not fends them off physically, but like points them like, stay away from me, you know? And what did, now I know you think that this is a time loop. What do you think she thinks is happening? They're giving her some really messed up drugs, man. Okay, right. And, and she says as much in, in a bit here. Yeah. But she she's in the next room, the, the the fish room. I don't know what room this is. Can we call it? Was it a, I don't think it was a bedroom. Well, I'm going to call it. I, like, I like the fish room. Yeah, this is where yeah. the fish live. <laughs> yeah. She's in the fish room and uh, she starts to test her recollections of Mike on him. And she, she remembers that he has a son, uh, but she thinks she might have some kind of amnesia but this is like the opposite of amnesia where she's remembering <laughs> things not forgetting things uh and she tells him that actually fish have have better memories than people think people think that people that fish have no uh, no memory but they actually have pretty good memory uh anyway she leaves the fish room leaves mike so this is divergent from her original path where she went home with mike right she leaves there and she asks max if she used to have more fish. Now, Kurt, 
Do you know how many fish were in the tank the first time? Brother, I'm not gonna. I, I hate your guts right now. Why? I I don't know how many fish there were before. I just know that Max said there's two ketchup and mustard. Well, I will tell you that the first time we saw this play out before she was hit by the car, there were eight fish in that tank. What? That's not two fish. That's That's not not two fish. fish. Mr. (laughs) Sal, that can't be it because Max said two fish, ketchup and mustard. Good. Also good animal names, right? I do. Yes, I do like these animal names in this show. These are great animal names. The thing is, uh, why why I should delimitate is that I don't like it because then I got to say something like Paul the cat, right? I don't want to yep. have to put the delimiter that Paul is a cat, right? <laughs> so, like, right. if I say, yeah, yeah, well, ketchup the other day, like, I think people will catch on <laughs> that ketchup is hopefully not Ash Ketchum or anything, but it is, you know, gotcha. a cat or an animal. Yes. So, anyway, yep. I just, um, right. no, I just don't, um, huh. Yeah, so no. That, that's okay. That's an interesting that, one. That really shatters yeah. my Groundhog Day thing now. <laughs> it must be a different universe. She's jumping into different universes now. Sorry, continue. Ah, interesting. Okay. So so eight fish were in the tank. Now there are two fish in the tank. Okay. I will take it one step further, although I do think this is just this might just be a discontinuity. Uh one of the fish that she's looking at in the tank right now uh is I'm sorry, when she's in the scene with Mike looking at the fish, the the scene opens with a very extreme close-up on the fish, and one of them is like a blue color. And then when they go back to the fish, there's no blue fish. They're both orange. Okay, interesting. Could be continuity? I I think that might be a discontinuity, but I'm not positive. Okay. All right. So she has not gone home with Mike this time. Uh, instead, she sees Ruth's arrival. Ruth wishes Nadia a happy birthday, and Nadia tells her that she doesn't know what she's doing. She was going to take Mike home, but now she just feels empty. So this, Ruth's interest is when she says, nothing in this life is easy except for pissing in the shower, of course. Uh, but she also has this other kind of uh, zinger here. Let's sit crooked and talk straight. So, uh, so she tells instead of going home with Mike, she tells Ruth that she feels like she's already done this party before, but not this conversation. This conversation seems new. Now we know what she's thinking about. We know we saw that first party play out, and this conversation never happened in that party. But Ruth says, "Well, this was always going to be a tough birthday." And Nadia responds that you're a great shrink, but you're not my shrink and not everything is about mom, uh, she, who her mother apparently never made it to 36. Yeah. So I imagine this is her aunt then, is my only conclusion. Okay. Or is it, oh wait, no, it wouldn't be, in, it's either it's her aunt or it's her grandma. Okay. This is what I. All right, well, we'll have, to, we'll have to see. Those are, those are interesting guesses. Or these guesses. are friends, or these are friends, but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, these are interesting guesses. Now, does I feel like this does add a layer to Nadia that we didn't have the first time around that makes her attitude make a little more sense. More justified. Yeah. Why why does she disvalue life more than the average person? Well, because, you know, her mother 
died young. She didn't get to live to 36. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the whole like carpe diem type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, you only got so much time and it could be ripped away from you at any moment. So I will smoke my cigarettes because I like doing it. And who knows? Yeah. Now, I also would, I, I'm going to assume here that when Ruth says this was always going to be a difficult birthday for you, my guess is that her mother died at 35, not, you know, 30 or 28 or anything like that. Specifically 35. Okay. Because it was when Nadia turned 36. And she says it in the first iteration. She says, you know, I'm staring down the barrel of my own, of, of my own mortality. I, third, I turned 36 two minutes ago. Right. So I think that that turning 36 is a milestone because her mother didn't make it to this point, but she had made it to every other point Nadia had been, I think. That makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, Max shows them this projector that she got at a Circuit City liquidation sale. Uh, While she's watching it, Nadia envisions being hit by that car. And she she has to leave. She goes to the bathroom. She thinks she's going to throw up. Lizzie's in there making out with her, I don't want to call her her girlfriend because... She says they're not dating, but yeah. anyway. Well, yeah, thing, I thought Lizzie was with Max. I did too. <laughs> so that's, uh, I was like, this is an affair. So I was like, wait, right. this is an affair. Wait, no. wait, wait. No? No. <laughs> what? The way they word in the beginning when they like come by, like, oh, you got a bunch of... I, and, and she's like, well, how you made it. Like, they were like arguing about, like, oh, but you did the door work. No, you were right. the one that really it's, made the door. He, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yes, it I does. Agree. I, I think it's so, what. <laughs> so, how are they so let me, my expectations so much. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, a couple of possibilities. One possibility it's is that they universe. were never, that they were never a couple, and that they weren't talking about being a couple, and that when Lizzie said, "I'm, I'm having sex with someone half my age or a 22 year old or whatever," she said, um, then she was actually talking about somebody else. Uh, because I don't think Max is 22. Yeah, that's, that's what I was like. Be, he's not a great actor yeah. for this. Yeah, I was like, well, not great right. Okay, she's well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, the fact that she's Nadia's best friend indicates to me that she's somewhere around Nadia's age, too. Yeah, so this so, is a really odd age group of people. Like, what older? Right. They're in, like, their yeah. mid-30s and one in their tw- yeah. early 20s. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you can think of it that way, that, that you just misinterpreted that first scene, but I had the same interpretation that you did when I first watched this episode. Uh, I, or you can think of it as right now, this is a, a different scenario altogether where Lizzie, that never that conversation never even happened. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, there's just roommates. Okay. That's all. All right. I think you probably are right by that, but I that, that that fixes all my uh, all, yeah. everything there. Just their roommates. There you go. Makes it work. Okay. <laughs> all right. Good. All right. So uh, while Nadia is telling Lizzie that she thinks that uh, she's that she thinks she's dead, she actually says, "I think I'm dead." Uh, John shows up to check on her, and this is Nadia's ex. A bit odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he shows up in the bathroom with his ex girlfriend, and they leave them alone in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah so um she tries to explain everything to john she they they leave the bathroom obviously and they're sitting in around a table he's trying to she's trying to explain everything to him she's convinced that it all actually happened you know he's he's speaking of it as a hypothetical like if this happened she said no no no, you don't understand this actually happened uh and but hey according to john she looks great now everything seems fine now uh, John, on the other hand, is having a rough time with his divorce. He's struggling with personal value and other people's misery. So I have his... a question. I have a yep. question. If I listen to this, is is she talking about? Is he talking about the divorce he had with Nadia? Ah, or a different divorce? I think I'm not going to answer that question yet. The way you made, talking about it made it sound like another divorce. So I'm just going to go with that mindset, like how how it sounded. But I I wouldn't be shocked, especially with how these people just seem to like thought. Which, by the way. I, I, writers, if you're doing this on purpose, you're trying to trick me with the way you're wording things. You might be mm-hmm. tricking me, but I'm not liking it. All right, I'm not enjoying this <laughs> trickery. Like, don't they are, you tricked me into thinking these two were a couple, right? Now you're you're tricking me with the way he's wording this, and it's there. I, I anyway. You know, I will. I will tell you this: you will figure out the answers to all those questions. Like, okay. it, it will become clear. Like, you're not going to be left hanging. Out oh, there. okay. So I, maybe they're I'm not just, tricking me. I'm I'm just not going to answer those questions now. And there's a lot about this first episode that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but will eventually. Yeah, like the fish. What's the deal like with the that? Fish. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, now, so, now I'm curious the third time. I wonder if you're the fish count. I imagine you got. It, I don't right? think she. I don't think she goes into the fish. Oh, anymore. why not? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. So, uh, he. Uh, she asks about his daughter Lucy so that might be a big hint for you she calls Lucy his daughter and he says don't use my daughter uh, for I don't accused her of using his daughter for but anyway um, eventually John gets to the point where he says he misses her missing meaning he misses Nadia Uh, and he even agrees to help her find oatmeal definitely not a code word for anything what oatmeal yeah definitely not a code word (laughs) <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> a little mixed signals there so they go outside and nadia asks uh the homeless guy that she she's that same homeless guy again and asks if she knows him and she gets a pretty rude response and she almost she sees oatmeal across the street and she almost gets hit by a car again except john pulls her back and they get into a big argument about her state of mind and the fact that she didn't invite him to the party uh, and he thought that going out to look for oatmeal was just code for getting him to come home with her. Uh, and she just decides, you know, I've had enough of this. She leaves him and continues her search for oatmeal. Uh, she eventually finds oatmeal, gets oatmeal back, or maybe not, because as she's holding oatmeal, oatmeal seems to just vanish. Just like, just like the Ferran's drunken friend. Yeah, just like Ferran's drunken friend, seemingly. Uh, I guess we don't actually see either one of them vanish. Oh my so, lord, Mr. Sal. What? So just popped in my head. I don't think this is it. But I wonder if these people are vanishing. Like whenever they die, they just vanish. Uh-huh. So like he's he's that buddy down there, he's got alcohol poisoning. Boom, vanish. Okay. Uh oatmeal. His time has come. Vanish. Ah, interesting. All right. I don't know what's out going on with Nadia's body when she goes and vanish and you go to like another ah. I don't really think that's it, but anyway. Okay. So, I mean, I guess, you know, all kinds of questions come up from the fact that oatmeal 
just disappears. Like, is it some, exactly what you said? Uh, was oatmeal actually never in her arms to begin yeah, with? This is crazy. Yeah. So uh, we, we have no idea. Or did oatmeal jump out of her arms unbeknownst to her and, and take off? Cats are slippery. Mr. Sal. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you picked up a cat? A long time ago. It's been a while. <laughs> like more than a decade. <laughs> Your kids are younger than how long it's been since you picked up a cat. <laughs> okay, go on. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, this really affects her because as she's looking around for oatmeal, she loses her balance and falls off a bridge. I'm not sure why you sit on a railing of a bridge like that. But she was, and she fell very, off of it. Very printal thing to say right there. Like, why are you living <laughs> in your chair? It's because I want to, man. Yeah, I think it's just it's the cool thing to do, and it's living life on the edge. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, she was literally living life on the edge until she wasn't. And she falls in uh, to, I don't know what this is, the Hudson River, whatever it is. This is New York City, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and she falls in and uh, gets a, another iteration in Max's bathroom. Where she immediately, upon uh, recognizing that she's in this bathroom, barfs up the water that she probably took in while drowning in the river. Well, see, this is a big one, though, right here. Her barfing up this water. Yeah. Is like, it's just that it's more at the time. Because I, maybe I just thought, but like, if she's barfing up the water, is it a time loop? Because I. <sighs> I don't know. I, I I guess I don't know the the rules of a time loop, but I feel like you go back. Mm-hmm. Like if I got my finger chopped off, I, I thought I mm-hmm. feel like if Nadia got her finger chopped off, the next day she would have a missing finger. She should try. She should try cutting her nails and seeing if they grow back, oh, or like chop it off. So just to see, just to well, see, it will come back. I mean, like cutting off you her know, hair. Groundhog Day, it would have gone back to the way it was before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except his like memories wouldn't change, obviously. But yeah, like right. everything else goes back. But I wonder if Nadia, like anything on her person stays the same. Because if not, or if I'm sorry, if things do stay the same, maybe mm-hmm. she is interdimensionally transporting. And one of the thing happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never mind. That doesn't happen. Never mind. No, okay. Happens. All right. We get Harry Nelson's got to get up again. We get Sweet Birthday Baby again. But this time, Nadia is indignant. She just starts yelling at the air she says the universe is trying to f with me and i refuse to engage and then she confronts max and says i want to know if there's if there might be something if there's any chance that there's something other than cocaine in that joint because i forgot to mention she had told john she doesn't react well with cocaine but she's done cocaine lots of times and never had a reaction like this so she wants to know is there anything if any chance at all that there's something other than cocaine in that joint max tells her that you know, don't worry about it you're like a cockroach nothing can kill you which that doesn't make nadia very happy but when then nadia starts making a scene max suggests she leave and then she gets upset when she does so it's like this is one of the things that, he, uh, that max does that i find annoying but also pretty funny this idea like maybe you should just leave and then when nadia does leave don't you dare leave my party for you you know it's it's this contradictory but it's amusing but also kind of annoying and on her way out we see mike on the phone with someone who he says you know uh i miss you too right and nadia almost falls down the stairs but he catches her uh before she before she does uh and says you know be careful and 
on her she she just you know tells him what to do and leaves <laughs> Gives and him a simple directive it goes on yep <laughs> yep and she, uh, on, when she gets outside she reiterates that line be careful and she starts you know walking in and down the street and we get this aerial shot and that's the end of the episode so again i mean i i thought uh, first watching of this view i thought it was uh, first watching of this episode i thought it was disorienting i thought it was confusing i also thought it was funny i yes. thought that some of the some humor yeah i i said i thought some of the characters were a little annoying uh but i was also very interested in, in what might be happening and i could not figure out which of the many possibilities uh it was so just to run through the possibilities again and maybe i've forgotten something i don't know if you if you think of something else let me know well, but, well, what, uh, what i'm judging by since you're giving me all these possibilities unless you've really trying to big brain me that's got to be one of these possibilities that you're telling me uh I, I would think so. <laughs> I wouldn't think that <laughs> like, I would you ever tricked me and it's like we're living in like a praying <laughs> mantis's atomic body neuron, which is controlling the every moving like structure of the environment. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're not like but, a horn with a horn oh, horn hears a who or whatever. We're like living yes. like a speck or something. No, he finds ah. people that live on a speck <laughs> like Whoville or whatever. Yes. yes, exactly. Exactly. But you know, I'm thinking, could it be a near death? Uh, hallucina hallucination. In other words, she sees her fl life flash before her eyes as she dies. Uh, is it a time loop like Groundhog's Day? Is it deja vu? Like she, the, like the, whatever you're seeing now is what's actually happening, and everything that you saw before was just deja vu that she was having right now. Uh, is this the afterlife? The, is she actually dead and she's uh, living in some sort of that's based on? the you know whatever might be in that joint that max gave her or is it all in her head and she's she's looking in the mirror and and thinking about what could happen and and you know saying no i don't like it that way let me try it this way you didn't talk about the parallel universes darn oh 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 okay i i thought that's where i thought that was incorporated into time loop i'll add that oh okay no that's different time loop same universe because things have changed yes Gotcha. Apparently, I haven't seen the fishes, but you told me the fishes changed. The the fish definitely changed. Also, it's a time loop, but not with the fish. So, do you call this parallel universes or alternate dimensions? Man, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, some yeah. sort of multiversal thing. I think that's what I'm going with right now. Is that um? Yeah. Right now, I don't know what's up with her, but whenever something like she's dying or I don't know if it's like stress that causes it, she just boop goes to like another. Uh, Nadia in a different timeline or a different different universe living at that like I don't know why that moment though even there's gotta be I wonder she's gotta be doing something right before she like like I want to know what she's doing in the bathroom looking at the mirror for like maybe she's uh, just on a drug fuel thing like why you want to know bathroom? you want to know what happens before the episode even started yeah I see ah, interesting like, that's right. what I want to know okay. Maybe she did take some sort of like psychedelic drug that's like showing her all this stuff and like possibilities. I don't know. I really, I've, I really have no idea what's going on and how real it is, or if she's okay. just all in her mind. All right. Okay. Well, we will find out a lot of stuff. So uh, this is this is a a, a very 
slow not slow it's only eight episodes and they're not even half an hour each but layer by layer unwrapping of what's going on much like a russian doll kurt our listeners new listeners may not know what we're about to do so let me explain here there is an app called tv time that we love very very much yeah (laughs) tv time is a Oh, you, you used to be really good at it too. So, <laughs> TV Time is an app that uh, allows you to log and keep track of all of the episodes of television that, that you watch. Uh, and what I love about it, a couple of things. Uh, they are not a sponsor of ours, although I wish that they, I, I wish we could say they are. Sponsor. say sponsored so, by TV Time. Sure, sponsored by TV Time. Um, but not really. Yeah, okay. A couple of things that I love about it. Well, one thing is that if, if you, I mean, in most streaming services, they keep track of this for you, so it doesn't really matter. But let's say, you know, I got to episode six of Russian Doll, and I was like, you know, I really, I got to go back and watch episode one again, right? So I watch episode one. Now when I go to Netflix and I push continue series, it's going to start me on episode two, right? But if I've been keeping track of what I watch in TV time, TV time will tell me, ah, you're on episode seven, Mr. Sal. Don't uh, don't you dare go back and watch episode two again. Uh, so, for example, in Lost, I have no idea what episode <laughs> we're going to be covering on Lost this week, uh, except enough. I'm looking at TV time right now, and it's telling me season three, episode seventeen. No, sixteen. Sorry, season three, episode sixteen. So there we go. So it's t- it, t- it tells me where I left off. The other thing I love about this is there's a tab that I can push that's, that's a, that is upcoming, okay? And it will tell me all of the shows that I watch that have episodes coming up, including new seasons. For example, very excited that in 82 days, we will be seeing the season nine premiere of Dexter. You got a little countdown timer, okay. It, I mean, it's it's, it's built right into the app. Built right into the app. Uh, I mean, I'm also very excited that in 16 days, we're going to be seeing the season three premiere of what we do in the shadows. I'm pumped about that. Anyway, uh, so this is a very cool app. So as you log what you have watched, so if I go into my Russian doll segment here, it will tell, it will give you the uh, a, a few options. And one of the options that you have is to vote for, uh, give it a rating out of five. So for me, for example, I uh, view that uh, five-star rating as you know, a five is a nine or a 10, a four is a seven or an eight, three is a five or a six, and so forth, right? So for me, since I gave this episode an eight out of 10, I would give it four stars out of five, right? Okay. Yeah. You can, you can also check which emotions it made you feel, shocked, frustrated, sad, re- uh, reflective, touched, amused, scared, bored, understood, thrilled, confused, tense. Okay. Uh, so we don't talk about the emotions on show hoppers. That's not really worth talking about. But the, the best thing that you can do in TV time is vote for your favorite character. Which character was your favorite in this episode? Okay. And so when you do, it will show you the percentage of people who voted with you uh, for all of these things, actually, the ratings, the emotions, and the character. So what we like to do on Showhoppers is have Kurt take a guess at what 
I voted for and what the audience voted for. He'll also throw in his own uh, his own votes, who he would vote for. Yeah, what, wait, I, I don't like the wording of how you said this. All right, well, then you word it differently. Okay, well, I'm going to attempt to mystify the listeners by okay. showing that I know what Mr. Sal put, what the people put, and what I put. Okay. And by the way... Without knowing, Kurt, without probably knowing. Right, you don't have TV time. Uh, I don't I, have I don't TV think. time. That is the important thing. Yeah. I know. That would that would ruin it, though, if I just did have TV <laughs> time and had perfectly answered it every single time. No, I've yes. had a very terrible streak with TV time. At least it feels. I've, <laughs> I've been in a lull. So it's, it's not going my way. Um, okay. Well, that's fine. All right. So episode rating, fours across the board. I mean, whatever. I don't know. So what you're saying is that you gave it a four, I gave it a four. Basically, is what do the, the people give it? Because I know what you yeah. gave it based on your rating. And obviously, I know right. what I gave it based on my rating. So it's just what the people yes. gave it. I'll say the people gave it a four. And you'd be right. 59% of the people gave this a four. Okay. That's fine. The people or the, the person that would be voted on, I feel like, obviously, I think yours is Nadia. Right, I don't think there's any right. other real way. The issues that I don't know if people rewatch Russian Doll, or if like right. people like okay, can I can I ask a question? You, yeah. you choose not to answer if you don't want to. Is oatmeal a votable option? No, I, in fact, I'll tell you all the votable options. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, Nadia, mm-hmm. Maxine, which is Max. Yeah. Okay, uh, Ruth, John, um, Lizzie, somebody named Alan, Ferran somebody named beatrice and oh mike is not even a votable character on i was gonna say not even mike wow okay no, not even mike. okay nope. well in that case um i mean has to be nadia right every like, i vote nadia you vote nadia they vote nadia we all nadia like yes i you are correct about yourself okay. you voted nadia you're correct about me i voted nadia and the audience at a to the tune of 96% voted. Ah, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> that is literally the most dominant victory I've ever seen on TV. It time. is the most dominant. I mean, and, and rightfully so. I mean, who, I, I mean, who else, yeah, who else do you would you vote they're for? All, they're all annoying except Nadia. No, if I right. no, I think they're bad. Ferran was not annoying. He just was not no. meaningful. Right, exactly. Well, well, there you have it. All right, so that's yeah. uh, that's TV time for you folks. Pretty, pretty fun stuff. What a great so, time. Kurt is usually pretty good at this, uh, but he has had a little bit of a rough streak. I feel like Russian Doll is going to get him right very quickly. <laughs> so, oh, listen, I hope that Russian Doll is just a Nadia train and chugga chugga. Like, I'm all aboard now, Nadia. Let's hope because I do find her to be also tremendously entertaining. So, by the way, I, I don't know. I haven't seen Natasha Leon's other work, uh, but she's a pretty popular character from Orange is the New Black, which I have not seen. So, I've not seen that either. Yeah. Okay. So, that, folks, is all we have to say for this week. But we do want to let you know that we do have an email address if you'd like to email us with questions, comments. Uh, just general praise, if you like. <laughs> oh, appreciated. Is... <laughs> praise is always welcome. Yes. Yeah. It is showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also very much appreciate uh, your subscriptions, 
likes, downloads, follows on whatever podcast platform you use. That's very much appreciated. And while you're in there subscribing, uh, why don't you go ahead and leave us a lovely five-star review? That would be very nice uh, as well. There's not a lot of content uh, for Russian Doll in the podcast universe. So we'd love to move up uh, the, the charts in that universe with, with some of those nice five-star ratings for Anything else, Kurt? Oh, uh, what's the title of the next episode? Yeah, we're going. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you in a minute. But right. also, uh, one one of the best ways to help us uh, grow the podcast is to share it around. So please do share the podcast around. Uh, we do appreciate that as well. We will be back next Monday to talk about episode two, the Great Escape. Oh. Until then, yes, the Great Escape. So until then, folks. Watch episode two, maybe a couple of times, maybe go back and rewatch episode one and be ready to take off the next layer of that nesting doll that is Russian doll.